what's up everybody it's uh wes andy and hank and we are back it's uh part two of our uh coverage of uh this week's uh, grand finale of star wars the bad batch it is the fan batch it's episode 216 this one is called plan 99 if you're just joining us now we just covered uh 215 the summit um, it's like we never left <laughs> which you can go back and catch in the in the, in the replay Nice to have you along here this afternoon on your Sunday afternoon. Thanks for uh, wanting to hang out with us. We're going to keep that train rolling. We're going to go right into this because... Uh, keep that train rolling. Oh, my right God. Now. Before I get too angry because I get over-emotional and... <laughs> <laughs> and you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So let's get to it. All right. It's Plan 99. This one uh, aired Wednesday, March 29th uh, with, uh, in conjunction with uh, episode... Uh, 15 this one uh, was written by jennifer uh, corbett it is directed by Stuart lee it has an advertised runtime of 29 minutes or uh, 23 minutes and 53 seconds without titles or credits and uh, the synopsis this uh, for this one very simple the heroes are tested are they ever <sighs> they really are <laughs> they really are all right um as always, if uh, anything comes up for you guys that you uh, just stop me and uh, throw your points out there, because I know there's uh, this hits on a bunch of different levels at a bunch of different times. Same goes for you guys watching at home. Uh, hit us up with your comments uh, in the, the live chat of the platform that you're watching on. We're happy to take your questions, and comments and thoughts. Yeah, join the conversation. All right, let's get rolling here. All right, our episode opens exactly where we left off. On Ariadu with the Imperial facility now in smoke and the two rail cars dangling precariously. Now, Tech hatches a plan to get the power restored while the rest of the team engages the stormtroopers on the other car. Tech believes he can uh, reboot the system, but in order to do so, he will have to plug into one of the terminals located on the track because that's not dangerous at all. Yeah, I was my stress that it was like, oh no, you know. As he gets further away from them, it's it's inversely proportional to my stress in this episode. Absolutely, <laughs> like, uh, and we've seen Tech go off on his own uh, in the uh, in the in the in the Zillow Beast episode. He literally does the "I'll be right back" and yeah. kind of walks off. And you're like, "No, no, 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 no!" <laughs> <laughs> Not so lucky this time. All right. Um, as the firefight continues, Hunter vaults Tech up onto the top of the rail car. Uh, and then Tech ambles down the track, leaping onto one of the terminals. He tears off the cover and plugs in his data pad, and he gets to work. Inside the meeting room, Tarkin and the delegation are briefed by Lieutenant Mailer on the extent of the attack. Uh, with news that there are insurgents trapped on the rail line, Tarkin orders air support to shoot them down. And three V-Wings are dispatched. Uh, now, even though Lieutenant Mailer is uh, hesitant about the whole thing tarkin uh, totally willing to sacrifice conscripts in the process in the There's crossfire or where that yeah. came from yeah absolutely <laughs> we'll just replace them that's right speaks to the uh, ruthlessness of this guy early on which is such a contrast because at one point they painted him as as friend and ally if you're uh if you've been watching right since the clone wars yeah mm -hmm. well like even in the last episode he's all talking about galactic unification and now it's like, yep, just blast. Yeah. Makes you wonder, was he always that, you know, extreme, talking about extremists like Saw Gerrera, was Tarkin always that extreme, uh, extreme right from the beginning and just kind of hit it well? Maybe. 
I don't know. You got enough backbone to take Vader on. His culture is like a it's like a warrior hunter culture. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, they have some pretty, you know, sort of he's heavily influenced by that uh in terms of his command style and stuff. It's probably pretty ruthless. Oh, right, right. Oh, that makes sense. Excuse me. Well, the V-Wings close in on the rail cars and they begin to open fire, damaging the clamping mechanism in the process, which causes the rear uh, rail car to droop off of the overhead track. Now, at the same time, Tech actually manages to get the power restored and our uh, Orabesh this week. It says uh, connected and power restored. Well, the fighters loop around for another pass, and as they do, the batch fires frantically at them. Hunter manages to damage a wing strut on one of the V-Wings, causing it to crash into another fighter. But the third fighter lands a volley of blaster fire, and the rail car droops even further off the track, to the point where the rear car's drive mechanism is no longer in contact with the track. A tech falls on top of the rear rail car, and the whole thing snaps in half, hanging by a thin strands of metal and tech falls off the car, but he manages to snag it with a grappling hook and dangles roughly 30 feet below swinging like a pendulum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just gets dire from here. <sighs> As the firefight continues between the two rail cars, tech climbs the grapple line, but the going is very slow. The weight of the rear car has pulled the front car down now, and its drive mechanism loses contact with the track. And it just sits there spinning as Echo tries to get them moving. Hunter yells at Reco to get to real tech in. But as soon as Reco steps onto the rear car, it lurches and pulls apart even further. And tech yells up, don't, adding that any shift in the car's weight uh, could pull uh, them both off of the track. Here we that number nine. As more blaster fire hits the car, Tech falls back to the end of his line, losing any progress that he had made in his climb. Off in the distance, another flight of V-wings lifts off, racing towards the rail line. Blaster cannons ablaze. More incoming fire strikes the front car, and it drops even further off the track. Now Tech yells at Wrecker to cut the line, but Wrecker refuses to. Not until you're inside. Tech argues, "There's no time," and then drawing his blaster. He says, plan 99, Wrecker. Despite his incredible strength, Wrecker struggles to hold both rail cars together as he uh, tells his brother, don't you do it, Tech, while Omega watches wide-eyed. And we really haven't heard a whole lot of the, the plan yeah, not the, since, the plan uh, speak for uh, uh, quite a bit this season. It sort of kind of fell by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Really mentioned Only it twice. twice. I think yeah. twice this season, yeah. Including this one, I think. Yeah. The other one is Crosshair, actually. Yeah, yeah, go figure, right? Well, they use the one on uh, Coruscant when they're breaking into steal the data that they need for clone. Oh, rights. that's true. That's true. Yeah, he's like both at once. Yep. I guess I think I remember mm-hmm. that when they were introduced in that uh, those four restored episodes of the mm-hmm. Clone Wars, where like they were talking about combining this plan with that plan all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there is ninety nine of them apparently. Uh, apparently. Well, taking a deep breath, Tech says, when have we ever followed orders? And he fires a single round at the thin shred of cabling that's holding the two cars together. The wrecker shouts, no, and watches helplessly while Tech and the rear rail car fall away, disappearing into the cloud cover. With the weight of the car, the rear car removed, 
the front car snaps back onto the rail and when the drive mechanism meshes with it the car rockets off toward the bottom of the mountain oh you know a comment here coming in from sarah sarah says tech falling broke my heart mine as well if you've been watching our show uh from season one you know that i have tech has been my boy right from the first episode and now it becomes so clear why you know our biggest complaint uh which is the same complaint that many of you had was so many of the episodes were mission of the week they didn't move the the main narrative but we're like man they're really developing tech this season yeah now we know why and uh tip my hat to the writers because you sucked me in completely um mm-hmm. <laughs> i i grew to love this character more than i thought i did at the beginning and so my my heartbreak was commensurate with how much i love this character so well done you crafty bastards <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i always hate to see a main character go when they've they've uh, you do you do now narratively narratively speaking he's dead yeah he is um, all intents and purposes nobody should be able to narratively speaking that's what I mean. I mean, the narrative leaves you with he fell through the cloud cover from an impossible theory. from an impossible height. I have a and theory. even and even if he f- survived the fall, the train car falling on top of him surely killed him. I have a theory. I have lots of theories. Lots of theories. We will it, get to them. <laughs> it certainly involves the last uh, scene. Plan 99, do we think it was code or was it just straight up plan 99 is the plan where one of them sacrifices themselves? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I think I think we're just going to call that that's what it is. There's no the deeper end, thing there. That's the end game. Plan 99 yeah. is the end game. Yeah, of course. I, I had to, I know that he's he dies and it's, it's very sad, but I had to wonder what plan 66 was. Yeah, really? And did it, you know, <laughs> was it, uh, an anti order 66 did they I don't know. Evoke plan you know it I makes you yeah you really want to now my head as i'm watching him fall. i want the plan handbook i want to see them all mm-hmm. that's what i want yep yep all right well the damaged uh, rail car rockets off towards the station and echo is unable to stop it well, the stormtroopers at the bottom they all scramble while the car smashes through the back wall coming right off the track and the screen uh goes to black interesting uh, uh choice here with this fading back in we see omega laying on the ground and she's surrounded by wreckage now she tries to get up only to collapse again and then we're treated to this foggy montage of her being carried by wrecker as she fades in and out of consciousness while uh the batch make a fighting withdrawal back towards the havoc marauder now along the way hunter makes the decision to go back to ord mantel saying that az3 can help omega it's weird. I'm wondering, is that the, is that the only reason? Um, because wouldn't they take her back to the island? There's no technology. There's I no droids or no nothing. I suppose. Yeah. Probably seems that far gone. Yeah. It at just the same time, like I mean, look at AZ3's history. Yeah, AZ3's no, history. He he was already right. yeah, and he was already working at Camino, so he was yeah, already he involved <clears> somehow. He's a tech medic anyway. I guess it may, yeah, it makes sense. Or a clone, a clone medic. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And at the time they didn't know that they had to leave him behind, right? No, they didn't. Yeah. Because if they'd have known then chances are they would have just brought him along. Right. One sec, Phyllis. Keep going. Oh, of course. Of course. 
And Doug, yeah, but Sid, yeah. And of yeah. course, we do have to deal with that. And I have some thoughts about that as well. Um, probably like most of you, not happy. No. <laughs> not happy about how that played out at all. <laughs> but at the same time. Not unexpected. No. No, not unexpected. Okay. Well, speaking of Sid, um, Omega wakes up at Sid's place. And she finds Hunter sitting next to the bed. Well, then AZ3 floats in and tells her that everyone uh, sustained multiple injuries, but they will make a full recovery, including Wrecker, who's now in a, a very substantial neck brace. Um, and then the reality of Tech's death sets in for Omega, and she fights with the notion that he's really gone before finally accepting it and then cries for a while on the edge of the bed while Hunter tries to console her. After talking about how the galaxy and their place in it has now changed, Hunter says it's time to stop being soldiers and that if Omega wants to, he thinks that Pabu is the place to do it, which Omega agrees to. She says something like, why did Tech do that? He didn't let us save him. And then Hunter says to her, well, he knew that we were out of time and he put the squad ahead of himself. He made a sacrifice, Omega, and we're not going to waste it. The rest, we'll figure out along the way. And then he says, uh, it, when he asks her if that's what you want, and when she nods, and he says, well, then that's what we'll do. Very paternal, very fatherly. Yeah. Um, in that moment, I think more than any other, he is as, as resolved as he's ever been to, to just be her adopted father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Follow-up comment from Doug, who says, it was a cup game we suspected Sid while falling for Tech. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Removing Echo allowed the light to shine on Tech. That's a very interesting yeah. point. I've seen other people uh, make the comment that there's a duality between Tech and Echo, that they have similar roles within the team. I don't it's necessarily true. agree with that 100%. Uh, I mean... It's like I said a few episodes ago when sure. the, the one where Tech left, I was like, I, I just realized, or sorry, the one where Echo left. When Echo I'm, left, yeah. No, I'm the voiceover guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Echo left, I was like, oh, I suddenly realized I don't actually give a dang about any of these other characters. Really? Um, yeah, I'd said it in the episode. I mean, I, I certainly have grown to, you know, appreciate them more, and I... It was just compared to Echo. I was I was really like invested in his story, based on his past. Yeah, I think that yeah. speaks a lot. Though we had so much more. I mean, he had his own arc in the Clone Wars, which mm -hmm. made him this like, oh my god, so, there's more with this guy. Yeah. So, like Doug said, maybe perhaps that's like you had to get rid of Echo a little because a lot a lot of us were sort of going, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I I have a I have a fondness for Echo, but. You know, what, what are these guys, you know, nothing was compelling enough until, you know, I guess a death had to ante it up. I, Certainly. I'm, I find it interesting that when he turned up at the beginning of this arc, I was surprised that he stayed. I did not expect that. I didn't expect him to hang around. Just like, here's your info. Exactly. Ya. I expected him to show up, get the data and then leave. Hmm. And he didn't do that. No. Which, you know, there's, then there's more questions around that. So hmm. what's Rex doing? Do you know what I mean? Like he left specifically to get in the fight with Rex. Yeah. Now it looks like, well, Rex was just the catalyst and Echo is out there doing his own thing in support of that, but not, they're not together. 
And that yeah. kind of I mean, confused me. It, it could be that it's so vast that there's multiple fronts. Yeah, it, for sure. For sure there is. Um, this clone uprising that's been uh, sort of permeating through the whole season. We didn't get it. Not no, kind of. We didn't get kinda, it. Uh, kind of glad almost because now it does give me like some overshine. sort of. Yeah, it would. It would. It might uh, run neck and neck for for Tech's uh, sacrifice. You don't want to overshadow that. But I think maybe yeah. uh, it just gives us something to look forward to next season in terms of an overall. So. You know, I think so. Even pushing that sort of storyline for three seasons, so that's probably the big, you know, event that we're yeah. leading up to. Yeah, and maybe with this season being, uh, and I don't want to say disjointed because I don't think that's the right word. It's not necessarily wrong either. Maybe the next season will be more linear in terms of the storytelling, like the, those keeping the main plot moving and growing as this opposed is to... definitely the, the Empire Strikes Back season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, it ends dour. So if we're doing a three-season thing, then, you know, we probably get... A, we should be a little more bright by the end of moderate, it. Moderate, yeah. You know, fuzzy <laughs> bears aside, but <laughs> we have uh there's a sure. lot to look forward to i mean especially with respect to the cloning storyline when we get there. yeah yeah well out in the bar room sid pours wrecker a drink but uh, wrecker shoves it aside saying that it won't help uh, sid says that she's sorry about goggles and uh, she always liked him at the docking bay echo sits alone in the cockpit of the havoc marauder sighing he looks forlornly at the empty pilot seat beside him well, then Gonky waddles over, honking away quite loudly, and when Echo goes outside, he sees gunships deploying from a Venator-class Star Destroyer now hovering above the city. Echo tries to warn the rest of the crew that the Empire is there, but the comm signal is jammed, so he dons his helmet and he heads off to find them on foot. So, Gonky, proximity alarm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> early warning system. <laughs> Not early enough, Gonky. <laughs> At the bar, Sid taps a clawed finger nervously. When Wrecker asks, what's with you? She tries to convince herself that what she did was justified, that she tried to look out for them. But there was just too much heat. Then the door to the parlor slides open, and a squad of clone commandos rushes in. One of them stuns Wrecker, but he shakes off the blast, and he charges at them. Meanwhile, in the back room, Hunter jumps up with his pistol and tucks in against a wall, as two commandos round the corner and open fire. So Hunter blasts the controls to the doors and opens a hatch to the mining tunnels, telling Omega to use them to get to the spaceport and find Echo while he goes after Wrecker. It's a pretty cool scene here, too, where they, uh, no questions, no talking, we just round the corner and guns ablaze. Yep. <laughs> oh, Sid. Yep, she called it in. Oh, this, I can't. I can't she tried online, so uh, hard TV. and i mean like <laughs> it's everything that we knew was gonna happen but like the fact that she tried to talk her way she's like she's not talking for his benefit no, she's talking she's for hers. herself and it just tells you how weak how weak of character she is yeah and quite honestly uh there's i made a point in my notes when they leave i say that they leave lord mantel probably for the last time if we never mm. saw Sid again, yeah. I'd be I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I I just don't like I, it. There's this sort of narrative a lot where people do horrible things and then they feel sorry for themselves and you're supposed to empathize yeah. with them, but I can't. I like if you do shitty stuff, I don't like 
you don't wallow in your own grief. You call, you know, yeah, like really, you, you don't, you, you're, you don't get to. Yeah, you don't get to be upset uh, for like the thing I, that you did. Yeah, I have no sympathy for her. No, I, I do not either. Yeah, raspberry. Think, about, think back to when we were talking about uh, this character early on and how excited we were about her. That it was, it was that like, oh, what's going on here? We've never been this close to a Trandoshan before. Yeah, and we were like, is it Bosk's mom? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember do you remember that yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh boy oh, yeah. <laughs> yes if she is bosk's mom it's no wonder we don't see him even he's embarrassed about her <laughs> well i guess they you know they're cut from the same cloth and i suppose yeah scumbags they're not nice people comment from sarah says uh, sid betraying the batch reminded me of lando in empire strikes back so yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly where I think we're gonna go with we're gonna have because of the soft sort of like um the way she feels sorry for it, even though I don't agree with it. I, I'm sure that they're we're gonna get a um that Lando esque redemption arc from her in the next season. Interesting where she swoops in to help them. I'm I, you know, like Bria Perlman's probably too big a cast member to lose. To just drop she's, her like she's that, you know. Even though we, we're we're not in love with the character anymore, she's fantastic, right? right. right? So, and yeah. she does such a good job as the character. Maybe she comes um, back with uh, Ernie Hudson's character, and the two of them, yeah, exact some kind of yeah. plan to I, make amends. I I was thinking that that uh, Lando thing, my exactly myself, and that yeah. That, so yeah, there's yeah. that extension. It's a great analogy. I, I quite like yeah. that. Yeah, but at the same time, like they've spent a good chunk of this season yep. telling us we don't know Sid. You don't know what she's capable of. You don't want to be on her bad side. Right. And yeah. I mean, both Fee and, and Malegi both said it. They yeah. both, yeah. they both warned them. Yeah. She didn't seem remorseful when she was threatening them with this. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. Right. When she uh, intoned like, Hey, I can just make a phone call and it'll be over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not just threatening you new boys yeah. either. And it turns out that's exactly what she did. Yeah. What's interesting is she made yeah. the right phone call because, like, the big bad shows up. Yeah, yeah, not, not some lower. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely, <laughs> right. Like she made the 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 exact right call. Yeah, absolutely, she did. Well, in the tunnel, Omega stops as she contemplates her next move. Now, Az encourages her to keep moving, but she can't. Having just lost Tech, she won't lose another. And uh, she beckons AZ to follow her back up into the parlor. Now, at the same time, uh, the pair of commandos uh, work on the controls for the locked door. Um, (laughs) But it's not necessary because the door explodes off the frame, taking out the commandos with it. Now, pistol drawn, Hunter cautiously makes his way out into the bar room where half a dozen commandos surround Wrecker, who's uh, uh, bound and uh, on his knees. Dr. Hemlock is with them, and he thanks Sid for her information and hands her a case full of credits. All for the money. Yep. Now, as they stand there facing each other, it's not much of a standoff because Hunter is hopelessly outnumbered, and he knows it. Now, maintaining his aim on Dr. Hemlock, he watches as Sid leaves the parlor. And it's a great moment because, I mean never take your eye off your enemy and it's not hemlock in this case he's he like follows her out of the room which i thought oh <laughs> he's like <laughs> if daggers yeah yeah and yeah. justified uh, if you ask me but that would eliminate her redemption arc that's true yeah that is true 
having made their way back up into the parlor. Omega and AZ crawl into the ductwork where they can hear what's going on out in the bar room. Well, Hemlock instructs Hunter to basically hand over Omega, and for that, he will let him live. Hunter defiantly says that Omega isn't going anywhere with you. Hemlock is surprised at his reaction, calling him paternal, which he very much is. Switching gears, he says that he was saddened to learn of Tech's demise at the sound of his brother's name, Wrecker, uh, 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 um, growls as he struggles against his restraints but a com- uh, a commando places a hand on Wrecker's shoulder as a gentle reminder of the situation he's actually in producing what looks like what looks like text glasses hemlock says i'm afraid this is all i could salvage mm. then tossing them at hunter's feet he says consider it a gift is it the real deal i would uh, say so. i would say yeah yes. So this this theory time here, yeah, they recovered it. they recovered his body. Yep, they, I mean, he's lying. This is all we found, but that's not true. Yep. They recovered his body. They took the time. Okay, they took to the go time to him. recover his right. Like yeah, these aren't standard FET clones. No, who was present at that fight that would go? This is where he fell. Well, you would assume there'd be some like smoking wreckage at the bottom where the rail car impacted. That's yeah. My my it first thought is just smoke trail. Just follow just, the the bus. Yeah, up they there. happened upon the, yeah. So they investigate the sort of the scene, but yeah. yeah, this is this is yeah, this is not your standard fat clone. No, um, no. and I'd be surprised if they don't clone him and make an evil version of him to go with the evil version of Crosshair. Uh, which would be tragic and and difficult to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, then he's not dead. Like you, you know what I mean? Like we've seen I, these guys do insanely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we they, uh, we call them superheroes. They are the things. the the non super non force using superheroes of the Star Wars galaxy. And we've seen them put Echo back together. We've seen them put Maul back together. We've seen That's them right, put yeah. Vader back together imagine if we put tech back together like literally do we we droid him up well out of tech interesting right interesting so i yeah um that is those are the real deal uh, yeah they have the body if it's alive i wouldn't be surprised i feel that we are somewhere in the same ballpark i too think that they have the body but i do think it is a body i do not i think he is lifeless i went the other way I multiplicity did. I think, you know, let's clone the clone and, but we won't, we won't do the multiplicity thing and make him kind of like, I like pizza, you know, we'll, we'll make him an actual, he will be tech restored. Yeah. Like, like data, like data coming back in star Trek and having to Mm -hmm. like relearn who he is. That could make for some compelling viewing. Or yeah, I wanted to skip that. He uses grapple line oh, to, yeah. to hang on, right? So it wasn't the oh, magnetic repeller, right? Right, right. It was an actual hook. Yeah. yeah. So supposing he's falling, you know he's calculating in his head, if I fall at this velocity and I aim for that tower over there. Yeah, well, there is that. And perhaps just in the next time he swings. It's the pendulum effect. and Just sh- enough to slow him. That way when he falls through the trees, he breaks all his legs and arms. He rambos yeah. it through the yeah, forest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was exactly what I was going to say. He rambos. And then, you know, of course, they find him broken, bleeding everything on the floor yeah yeah yeah. do the same thing they did to crosshair crumpled and folded up and 
Yeah. So okay. they go, they take him, they nurse him back to health just to torture the crap out of him. So, so if in I a could... nutshell, between the three of us, nobody thinks we're done with this character. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, between the three of us, dead, not dead. Kid show, man. Yeah, no, exactly. But, exactly. but we're, we're definitely not done with this character. Okay. No, 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 we can't. We cannot Season be done three, with this he character. He will be back. Uh, yeah, and I don't think it'll be right away. They'll, no. they'll get you going. Uh, time will, be time the, will have passed. The, the batch will definitely have moved be the, on. The MacGuffin yeah. in that season. Yeah, of course. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we have a compelling reason for him to, uh, you know, for Tech and uh, Crosshair to uh, pair up and go on some kind of escape or whatever it turns out to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, outside the parlor, uh, Omega and AZ climb out a uh, second story. Uh, oh, wait. Sorry. Did I skip ahead? I did. Sorry. Uh, Hemlock calls it a shame. Calls it a shame to Hunter as a leader to have lost one of your own. Uh, and he follows that up with, and if you don't lower your blaster, you'll lose another. As uh, two of the commandos shove their barrels into Wrecker's back, at which he just growls and shakes his head no at Hunter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Hunter complies and he puts his blaster on the floor and picks up Tech's glasses. So two we, commandos. we talked about this in the in the chat as well yeah like the like the actual strategic thing to do here shoot him is kill him shoot him anyway you're going to die anyway or something horrible is going to happen to you anyway and you can stop him right here and it's an i know it's again it's a kid show but that's that is the mastermind (laughs) that's the checkmate maneuver sacrifice ready to wrecker is shaking his head no he's ready to die on right wrecker gets it wrecker gets it and it's don't do it i yeah, and Omega's already st- safe ostensibly. She's in the wind. She could be gone. It's a, it's, it's a strange decision that, he, and it's, it's possibly it's possibly because he does deliver that line that plays on his uh, insecurity as the leader, as the leader. Yeah, it's which he's be been that. struggling with all season. Right. Yeah. right so, and it is funny that he calls that shame. You know, like yes, Hunter is like remorseful that they've lost tech. Whereas Saw, you know, he's losing people left and right and doesn't give a crap. Does not yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. Strength of character, right? <laughs> yeah, Strength exactly. of character. Well, two commandos rush over and they cuff Hunter while a third enters the room from the back, announcing that the girl isn't in the office. Of course, she's still watching and listening from the ductwork. Uh, outside the parlor, or uh, outside the parlor, Omega and AZ climb out a second story vent. Now, Omega instructs AZ to find Echo while she goes off to help Hunter and Wrecker, who are now being led away in cuffs and under heavy guard. Comment coming in here from Sarah, who says, I don't understand why the clone commandos are still loyal to the Empire. Now, we've had think, a, a bit of a conversation yeah. around this, but let's let's talk that one out a little bit more, because I know we have some thoughts on that. I um, think it's a function of the mind flare. Yeah, you do. And the reason. Yeah, and the reason they're collect, connecting clones, collecting clones. I think that these commandos, the reason they don't revolt, the reason they follow orders blindly is because like that reset we talked about last They're regularly time. wiped. They're going through I think, extreme yeah. conditioning. Regularly yeah. wiped. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're like blank clones. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, at the same time, uh, the streets of Ord Mantel are in chaos as uh, citizens flee in every direction at the sight of Imperial troops and walkers that are now patrolling the street. After firing off a warning shot, Omega demands that Hunter and Wrecker be set free. Dr. Hemlock proposes to exchange them for her, and he only wants to reunite her with Nalise. 
but it doesn't really matter because one clone uh, because the clone commando Scorch has snuck up behind her and stuns her. I think she would have made the swap. You think so? I do. I do. I do too. I think she would have made the sacrifice as well. Uh, interesting that Hemlock uh, orders the uh, uh, when they're found to take them all back to Ariadu because Tarkin wants to question them personally. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know that they're not uh, on the same page with Saw. That's as true. As far as Tarkin's That's true. And they're all one big. That is true. They could just be unit. one big. Uh, yeah, one big rebel uh, insurgency. Uh, one rebel is the same as another. It'd be interesting, though, to find out, oh, your clones? Well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but Tarkin is aware. He is aware of Crosshair. Yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, he's aware of all of them because Tarkin was in the room in the season one when they did the yeah. uh, training. Yes. Yeah. Where, he was, uh, he was assessing where, them to see how good they could be right. going forward. When Tech commandeered the uh, the phase one dark trooper. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just remembered that. But again, they were all believed dead at the end of season one. Uh, that is true. Yeah, they were all presumed. Because I don't think uh, Rampart ever relayed the information that they were alive. No, I think he was that would have thrown that. himself under the bus. Yeah, he was holding on to that. And Rampart's still out there somewhere too. I don't think he's dead either. I think you he's think just. He's dead? I think he's incarcerated. I think he's dead. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, AZ having linked up with Echo, uh, they now move through the rooftops, uh, evading the Imperial troops. With the streets full of stormtroopers, they know they can't run. So instead, they commandeer a walker and they use it to fight their way to where Hunter and Wrecker are about to be loaded onto a gunship. Wrecker breaks their bonds and together he and Hunter join the fight and using uh, the walker's cannons, the gunship is destroyed. Elsewhere, Dr. Hemlock and Scorch, who's now carrying the unconscious Omega over his shoulder, board a row-class shuttle. Then another walker joins the battle and shoots out the legs of Echo's walker, and both he and AZ are forced to abandon it and join Hunter and Wrecker on foot. Um, I really like this sequence. (laughs) This was one of my favorite sequences of the whole episode. Um, One, Scorch is back. We knew he was going to come back. I didn't think that he would be back with Hemlock. I actually thought that he was going to be out there doing his own thing, hunting them down, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, technically he is. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was something else here. What was I say? Uh, okay. Well, I guess it's not really important. I'll move on to the next thing. Um, we talked about it uh, earlier, Andy, when we were uh, going through uh, yeah. the summit about yes. uh, the evolution from uh, the Republic to uh, the to Empire. The um, and this is really... The, the the stormtrooper armor is a subtle thing. I found this to be way more overt that this is a new class of walker that we've never seen before. Um, and I put together a little slide here with a little evolution of, of walkers. Yeah. Uh, thanks to uh, starwars.com. Uh, we know that this one is actually called the, uh, the ATAC, although they don't tell us what the acronym actually stands for. <laughs> at one point the descriptive audio errantly calls it an atst hmm. but it is clearly not the classic chicken walker that we saw back in the empire strikes back or uh return of the jedi and nor is it the macquarie concept walker from star wars rebels the uh atdp hmm. um somewhere in the middle i guess <laughs> somewhere it replaces the ATAP. That's a three-legged walker that uh, was used throughout the Clone Wars. 
Uh, it replaces that, and it is in the same line that will produce eventually the uh, the ATSD. It actually has the same uh, feet as the ATDP. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the 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 command pod, the module on top, the head, I guess, does it not look like a shorter version of the Imperial troop transport? Has that really same does. kind of linear? Of it, yeah, yeah. Is that kit bashing again. I really like this design. I think I like it. I might actually like this one better than the classic chicken walker, to be honest. <laughs> oh, well, that's your big uh, your big tech moment here. I actually I was saying to you guys earlier privately that I had hoped to see more of this evolution. We're we're uh, what a year we're a year post uh, post Clone War now, sort of narratively mm. speaking, and we knew that the Empire, from all the stuff that we've read, they moved very quickly to sort of like get away from yeah to transition yeah, yeah, yeah. to the new Empire. I was surprised that we didn't see more of this. They're still using gunships. They're still using B-Wings. The Venators are still, they're all painted Battleship Gray now, but they're still using all of this Republic-era tech. Yeah. And now we have a, a real stride, pardon the pun, we have a real stride forward with this new new walker. Ostrich. Well, and we, we still, like when we get to the, the end of the Mandalorian episode, we're still seeing that trend. Yep. In a, in a big way, which I thought was very interesting that far into the game. I agree. I totally agree with that. Well, with the uh, stormtroopers and commandos closing in, the crew takes to the rooftops as they race uh, to stop Hemlock's shuttle from taking off. But it's too late, and they watch helplessly as the row class shuttle rises out of the docking bay. With the heat mounting, they run for the Havoc Marauder, and they leave Ord Mantell probably for the last time. And I cannot help but point out that they flew past at least three Venators in the process and got away clean without any other. <laughs> no, no ships intercepting. Nothing. No, nothing. no tractor beams. <laughs> nothing. They got the one hovering above the city and then you've got two in orbit. And I think, Andy, when you said uh, uh, we actually didn't see them, we saw them show up at Ariadu. There was three of them there. But for sure, there are clearly two of them in orbit here over Ord Mantel. Yeah. And we're just going to fly right down the middle. Yep. 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 <sighs> Stealth. Okay. Stealth or is the code still working from last episode? That's oh, an well. interesting thought. If it's still that's the same. Yeah, they could be transponding out. Yeah. Still, though, I mean, you think if you're there to, to get them, you would lock the whole place down. Nothing yeah. in or out while yeah. we're here doing this. Hmm. guess that didn't really happen <laughs> but that's okay that's okay on board the havoc marauder the clones reel at the loss of omega but they are resolved uh echo says uh there was no way back there was no way to track hemlock's shuttle and they could be anywhere and hunter says we're going to get her back and we don't stop searching until we do resolved yeah they are resolved um, and as you said, Hank, I think that will be the uh, that will be the overarching narrative of the whole third season. Or they'll uh, they'll they'll Mandalorian it. And it'll be done by the second episode. Okay, we there's got also, her back. Maybe there's a there's an interesting thing here, and I wouldn't wish this on on anybody. But if you've ever lost two people very close in time together, yep. When you're you don't have time to depending on how close that is, you don't have time to process the first one when the second one hits. And so this, yeah. this, this sort of thing, like you got to think for their, for their mental state, um, there's a lot of turmoil now, you know, you're, you haven't, you haven't processed tech when suddenly you are 
there's no time to mourn because now your mission is is to get her uh, back find omega and so yeah, yeah it's that's the, the psychology is not lost on me here there's interesting uh, uh what's interesting is that heavy you know stuff for a kid's show man they yeah. they don't really talk about it um like they're they're adults they treat the the clones like the the bad batch like they're adults even though they're all the same they're younger than omega yeah absolutely um, yeah lauren points that all the time she's she's older than them yeah especially when they speak about giving her a proper childhood yeah, well exactly right omega Omega is the is our eyes as the viewer. She's our our mm -hmm. through the show. Yeah. And so she's the one that does all the emotional sort of upheaval, like when Echo leaves and she's upset about that. And mm -hmm. then Tech dies and she's upset about that. And now right. she's gone and they are all uh, doing exactly what she did when right. she was experiencing that loss. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see them a little bit of role reversal here. And without tech there, there's no one to give them any like sort of logical point of view. Like, no, there isn't. Yeah. This is how we move on, even if it's cold. Right. So they're, you know, right. they're hurting on so many fronts. Yeah, yeah. sure they are. Arriving at Mount Tantus, Omega and Nala Say are reunited on the landing platform, albeit under heavy guard. Omega asks the Kaminoan why she was brought there, but Nala Say doesn't answer. Then Scorch forcibly pushes Omega forward and she's escorted inside the facility, leaving Nalase and Dr. Hemlock alone to talk. Hemlock says that the former Kaminoan Prime Minister said that she had an, an attachment to Omega, and now that they are together again, maybe she would reconsider working on the Emperor's project. Nalase uh, says that what the Emperor wants is impossible, but Hemlock tells her to make it possible. And should she fail, it will be Omega that suffers the consequences mm -hmm. not uh, above using children uh, nope. as leverage well he is evil genius he is evil and still wringing that hand what's underneath that glove yeah. the special poison hand uh, yeah really Thweak. it's got a dart in it or something <laughs> all right well inside the facility dr scalder leads omega to a darkened lab and orders her to wait here Inside the lab, there are several fluid-filled tanks with suspended humanoid bodies in them. Uh, and the more I look at it, the more I have come to the conclusion that I'm pretty sure those are clones. Commandos, probably. Several unconscious clones are strapped to tables around the room, including Crosshair, rushing to his side. Omega calls out, but he doesn't wake up. Then, Emery Carr enters the room. She tells Omega that Crosshair is recovering uh, from not having uh, cooperated with Dr. Hemlock. She said that she warned him what would happen, and it did. Omega demands to talk to Nala Say, and Emery, she calls it ironic that Omega would trust the Kaminoan scientist over her. Omega says, I don't even know you, but Emery questions her certainty about that as she kneels down in front of Omega, asserting that she might know her more than she thinks. Well, removing her uh, uh, her red goggles, she looks squarely um, at Omega and tells her, we're sisters. And the uh, shocked expression fills Omega's face as she raises her eyebrows. Uh, this is a good, uh, we've never really got to see them sort of side by side like this mm -hmm. before. Um, you want, do you want to play my soundbite now? Nailed it. <laughs> That's a good point. Nailed it. Yeah, Emery Carr is a clone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
I also, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but I said the most tragic thing that could happen is we lose Omega at the end of the season. Yeah. Not like, yeah. like you couldn't see that coming, but uh, nailed that too. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Well, then the camera, uh, the camera snap, uh, snap cuts to an empty hallway lined with the ray shielded prison cells, uh, then to a landing platform outside the facility. And finally the mountain before we cut to black and the episode ends as does season two omega is now in possession of the empire as we suspected she would be tech is dead and the rest of them don't know what to do because they do not have a location to go to they've been betrayed by the only person that was supporting them they are quite literally in the lurch and really kind of aimless well not aimless but however there's only one place to go for them right now they can go back to pabu which is probably not a good idea they're going to rex yeah, going they rack. could go to they could go to the the Martez garage on thirteen thirteen. Yep, uh, that's true. That's probably a little too close to the mark right now. I would think in terms you of think? their. Yeah. Well, now they're alive, and it's well known that they're alive. That true. is that's true. That is so true. But yeah, and, they are yeah. they are in possession of the knowledge that clones are being taken, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, maybe that's better. Maybe the maybe the Empire doesn't even care. They've got what they want now. Well, Hemlock they do, yeah. He's got all his pieces yeah. now. If they're gonna try to, you know, first of all, they don't know where she is. It'll be hard to track down that information. It might be like a murder mystery kind of action, you know, try to figure out where she is. But ostensibly, <laughs> where they've got her, they would just be swatted away like flies now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't see. I mean, unless this clone revolt is like. And we're talking like clone war level. Yeah. Let's get everybody like hundreds of clones all yeah. descend on Tantus. There's no way that they're conventionally breaking them out of there. No, I just don't no. see that being realistic cartoon. I shouldn't say that realistic. I just don't see that as being an option. <laughs> well, you get somebody in there into a control room. And oh, you that's have true. An outside attacking force. Yeah, you unlock yeah, yeah. all the prisoners in there. Oh, so we Narkina we Narkina five that stuff. Yeah, Narkina five plus. <laughs> yeah, really. Awesome blind. Oh man, um, it's a lot. I thought we'd take a few minutes and just kind of summarize our thoughts on the whole season. Now that it's over, uh, we'll just take a couple of minutes here to to go through that. I don't think we need to come back and do a whole like after show on that because I think we've been very sort of uh, transparent and on the nose with our feelings throughout the the season. Yeah, yeah. but sure. I mean. Is there any highlights of the season that, that you guys uh, remember fondly that you want to uh, talk about? Yeah, just Omega's training. She's not the same kid from last season. No, she's definitely and not. And she's exhibited a whole lot this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I- I'm going to go back to the racing episode. I'm going to call that. That was uh, that was my highlight just Hail. to see. Yeah, I love that episode more than anybody has a right to. <laughs> it was so tongue-in-cheek, and it was just so much fun. Um and if mission of the week was going to be like that, I would have been okay with more of that, but it wasn't. <laughs> I feel like maybe four out of 16 episodes even mattered, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but they really mattered. Yeah. They so really did, yeah. like that, it sounds like I'm being harsh on the season, but um, that skews it way positive because like, especially like I was saying like, Oh, we, we finally got the season premiere. <laughs> with, yeah, with the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I wanted all season. And I know like 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, it was excellent. It was excellent. let me uh, let me just put we, this we comment up here. Some heavy big stakes. Uh yeah, we did. I want to put this comment up because this is actually pretty cool. This is actually uh the uh, Sarah is not the only person that uh, I've seen say this. I think Emery will help Omega escape in season three. It may be contacting the batch. I've I've seen a lot of people say that Emery might be the 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 new tech going forward. Um, she mm. may fill that role. Well, she's definitely given enough hints that uh, she's not happy with what Hemlock is doing. The first time we met mm. her, I think I had said something to why does she speak so blunted? Like she's almost like. I've yeah. been on medication for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then to come to the conclusion that Emery seems like Emery and Hemlock are the inverse of Nalase and Omega. Yeah. There's probably some truth to that, that, that Emery will, and probably because of Omega. The one thing I've said about Omega the entire season is that that kid is ever the optimist when things are at their absolute worst. How many times did she say, Oh, it'll be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see her. Uh, you know, when she accepts the fact that, oh, we're both clones, we're both presumably FET clones at that, um, you right. know, a little, yeah. a few words of encouragement from, from, um, uh, from Omega based on her own experiences, maybe Emery will flip and maybe she will be the one to, to help them get out. I mean, maybe she doesn't have to flip far because a lot no. of like we, we see with um, Galen Urso, a lot of these people are in these positions against their will. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, so especially she, if doesn't, she, comes, she doesn't have to flip far. The New Republic has an entire amnesty program for people who may have been pressed into service against their will. Yeah, mm-hmm. but for Emery, sort of right a power shell for like, yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Emery, Andy. right out of the gate, being like, "I'm your sister." Like, there's that family connection that you know. Yeah, Star and Wars is built around family. So is she Certainly. accelerated? Is she accelerated like the rest of them? Because she's an adult. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, okay. I would I would say one hundred percent. And then, that, like we said, if there's alpha to omega, there are there's an we've oh, just seen another one of in them between, yeah, uh, theta between or whatever. Characters. There's yeah, twenty one exactly. more <laughs> accelerated, you know, clone ninety nine uh, uh, persona. All right, so tech, uh, tech dead, not dead, definitely going to be revisited to some capacity in season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we have more clones in the wind. Uh, certainly, Cody is our is our big name we haven't uh we haven't seen cody since he took off at the high port that's right we're like likely to get wolf too i mean let's be realistic we have he's a big part of rebels and he's not there so yeah uh more transition away from uh republic to the empire for season three possibly yeah do you think yeah i would say time jump i would say i was gonna say time jump time jump that they we will pick up uh in media res in season three with the batch There'll be some exposition where we've been looking for so many months and we still haven't found her. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Right? Or yeah. maybe even years. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But we know from where they end up, obviously the Kaminoan is going to cooperate. Well, this is it. And we know that, that program they, does, they forward. cooperate to some degree, but they don't get to the point where, where, uh, where Hemlock is talking about the, the recombinant DNA, like the, the two separate species. Yeah. We know from what Pershing says in in the Mandalorian that that they never got there. No. It, that's what his research was doing. Yeah, he was close, but not there yet. But you know that Pershing's research builds on what this the Kaminoans did in their singular organism cloning. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! 
TJC, what are you saying here? They are obviously laying the framework for a big payoff action episode, which will then bring it in line with the live action stuff. Hard to say which way they're going to go, though. We'd said that earlier that it's all of these shows. It's going to be like this big eclipse where every every planet will align and they will all be dead down the middle. Yeah. Uh, And I I would love to see that, (laughs) you know with the Mandalorian running over bad batch. Can we get, can we get all three shows uh, running at the same time and just have one like they were doing with the CW stuff with the Arrowverse, where they'd have like, okay, if you want to see the rest of the story, you got to watch arrow this week Yo. and you got to watch the flash this week and, and then black lightning. And yeah. Then come back here. I don't for... think we could keep up. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure that we could keep up. We'd need to, we need to hire some more people to, to run mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need more hosts. we got too many shows to do. That's right. Wow. So the Bad Batch is done for another season. We, I don't think we have any sort of updates on uh, when we can expect it to return. Probably not until uh, 24. Probably. Uh, maybe even longer. I hope not. Longer. Yeah, there was a big gap between the last two, right? There really was. Um, so that leaves us with The Mandalorian. Um, we're about halfway through The Mandalorian now. We are going to be back tonight at our regular uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time slot. Hank, you are going to take us through... Uh, chapter what is it 20, 21 21 21 the mystery <laughs> until you watch it yeah exactly where where purple <laughs> <laughs> that's right um and then uh we got ahsoka coming up uh, before the end of the year so yeah. that's uh, rumored be, in september actually maybe end that's of the summer be a lot of fun and we have the i mean i know it's for kids too but there's that tales of the jedi uh Oh, the, the little cool. kid thing. They showed little off a bunch of little show shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, uh, based on what we saw last week, if you haven't seen it, uh, like I said before, the entire first season of uh, Jedi Temple Challenge is on YouTube. You can go check that out if you want to see more of Keller and Beck. Um, it's pretty cool. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But that, I think that's it uh, for me. I don't know. Do you guys got anything hey, you want to you want to close on? Notes. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get back to work. I got to keep going. <laughs> oh All God. right, guys. We'll be, we'll see you in about four hours, guys. Uh, hopefully, you'll come back and join us again tonight as we cover Chapter Twenty One of The Mandalorian, The Pirate. If you haven't watched it, go watch it now. Come back and uh, hang out with us tonight. Don't forget to bring your comments and your uh, questions because we love them all. And as Ray says, great show, guys. As always, intermission was a great touch. Well done. See you at six. Thank you so much. We appreciate all of the support. And of course, all the YouTube stuff there that you can you can go and click and check it out and help us out if you'd like to. Um, check out the merch store too. Absolutely. Where are we at now? 70? Uh, we're over 70. I think we're closing in on 75. Did we get our, uh, uh, did we get the new one up? We got two new ones up. Fandomania, brother. That's right. What you gonna do? <laughs> what Woo! you gonna do, brother? <laughs> All right, guys. For Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And I'm Hank. And we will see you all tonight at six. Same batch. No. New <laughs> there batch. Won't be time. No. New batch. New batch. New time. batch. New time. Time. <laughs> new batch Same batch channel. channel. All right. Bye yeah, for now, everybody. Right. <laughs> Have mm-hmm. a good day. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.